it's it's a very strange moment where someone comes to Jesus wanting you know what Jesus is offering and and Jesus asks a question or says something that actually turns him away Hey Compass Point, welcome back to Encountering God, the daily podcast to help you stay rooted and stay curious as you encounter God through the reading of His Word. All right, well, thanks for joining us for another week in the Book of Romans. Uh, We're excited to get into these next chapters. We're moving on into chapter 12, and chapter 12 begins with the word, therefore. And uh, chapter 12 really kind of turns the corner again in a new, a bit of a new direction for the book in the sense that the first 11 chapters have been describing this, you know, good news and the the righteousness of God and, and all of these deep theological ideas. And then in chapter 12, Paul says, therefore, in light of God's mercy, because of what I've just told you about this incredible mercy of God, here's what I want you to do. As Chuck Swindoll talks about these famous these famous two verses, um, he says something that I, I like. Um, I'll just read it for you. He says, Therefore, the good news of salvation is more than a personal fire escape. The gospel of, is God's invitation to all humanity to join him in the transformation of creation by becoming his first examples of regenerated creatures. We are invited to become his agents of power and ambassadors of his will, to labor under his direction in support of this inevitable end. I love that. What Paul's been talking about is not just a one day in the future kind of thing. It's something that's here and now. It's for us right now. What is it? What does this look like? And so he says to offer our bodies as living sacrifices. And then he says that this is our act of worship. And he uses a phrase, uh, spiritual act of worship or true and proper worship, depending on what your translation reads there. And I think those English translations kind of miss the point a little bit. Um, really, the Greek here has this has this concept of logical or rational response uh, of worship. And so what Paul's saying is that it's only because of God's mercy and what we've already talked about that a rational response would be giving our whole selves. But he's also saying that giving our whole selves is completely logical because of what God's done. This reminds me of a moment in Jesus' ministry where he's teaching and a rich young man comes up to him and he says, he says, oh, master, master, what do I need to do to inherit eternal life? And Jesus turns and looks at this man and he looks beyond his story. He looks beyond the question that's being asked and he sees something in this man. And we don't know exactly how or why, but Jesus is God and and he's able to understand these things. But he looks past all of this and he says, you know what, give everything that you have away to the poor and then come and follow me. And the man went away sad. It's it's a very strange moment where someone comes to Jesus wanting, you know, what Jesus is offering and, and Jesus asks a question or says something that actually turns him away. He says, I want all of you. I want that part of you that you've been holding back. I want that thing that, you know, you don't talk about very much, but it drives you. I want all of it. And I think Jesus does the same thing for us today. What are those things in our lives that we are holding on to so tightly that we would just never be able to let go of? It's like, Jesus, you can have everything, but, you know, not my family. Or or, or you can can have everything, but, but not my career. Um, you can have everything, God, but, but not, 
my dignity or my standing in front of my friends or my, um, you know, my abilities or skills or whatever it is. I mean, there's certain things that we hold on to and we say, well, that, that's, that's different, right? I mean, God, you know, I, offering myself to God, I mean, I can do that on Sunday mornings. I can do that when I sing. I can do that when I'm in the car and when I pray. Um, but what about those things in our lives that we believe are completely ours, do you see how Romans 12, these two very simple verses are actually quite profound? As you reflect today, make a list of the things that are most important to you. You can do it if you're in the car or, you know, just uh, listening as you walk. Just, just consider a couple of the things that are the most important to you. What would it take for you to offer those things as a sacrifice to God? Well, that's all we have time for today. Thanks again for tuning in with us and hanging out. And we look forward to connecting with you again as we continue our series, Looking Through the Book of Romans. Mm -hmm.